It is time for the Dummies of Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Hollywood, Tim Davis. That's right, the champion of this show. You're welcome, you're welcome. Thank you very much for your applause. I know everyone out there is applauding me because I am the Dummies of Wrestling NWO champion. That's right, baby. And I'm here with a late edition of the podcast. Sorry for the inconvenience. It was a a little plan made by the Bullet Club old to poison me this week. And you succeeded. I'll give you that. Unfortunately, you will not succeed in anything else. And that includes beating me for the World Championship. But I'm here And I'm talking about WWE Money in the Bank, which is coming out this weekend. As a matter of fact, as I'm reading right now, it is live on Sunday at 5 a.m. here in Australia. Not too sure when it's it's live in America or anywhere else, but it is 5 a.m. on Sunday. I'm going to try and watch this live, but uh, who knows? I have kids that uh, keep me awake all night, so maybe not. Either way, I'm here, we're going to talk about my predictions for the pay-per-view. You guys know the deal. If you want to join in the competition and try to take away my championship, you can. The scorecard is on the Facebook page. Uh, I think it's still under uh, Dummies of uh, Wrestling for Dummies, uh, but re- Dummies of Wrestling, whatever. You'll see the scorecard there. Fill it out, send me your picks, and you will be in the competition. Like we do every pay-per-view... Most people know what's happening, but I am here to talk about Money in the Bank. But before, before we get to that, we need to address some things because shit has been going on since the uh, last time we did this podcast. And um, if you're not following, if you're not in the click, if you're not in the know, right now, basically there's some civil war happening in the uh, Dummies of Wrestling camp between two factions. The beautiful, gorgeous, black and white express, that is the NWO, leaded, leader by me, Hollywood Tim Davis, versing the lame, disgusting, geriatric, pathetic Bullet Club old, led by Scott Crawford, and I guess Rob Humphrey, I guess they're both tag-teaming each other, using BBCs and stuff like that, and uh, doing gross stuff to uh, control shit over there. Over on the Bullet Club old. I guess that's what they do. That's what they. That's how they get off. Using uh, big black dildos and things like that. To Because uh, that's all they have. Not like NWO where we have all the championships. But if you didn't know. There's been a few added members. To both factions. And to some people out there. I'm really disappointed in you. To some people. Those people include Trucker Trent. Disappointed, man. Come on. From one truckie to another, you should be with the NWO Express, baby. Come on. What's happening, man? To Elsie Barnett. Elsie, we went to school together, man. We were tight. We were tight once upon a time ago. And you and you, you backfired. You, you turned your back on a good friend. And you joined some old people over in America. Disappointed. And the last person that joined that disgusting stable is my own brother. Zach Davis, my own brother, turned his back on me and joined that disgusting, old, pathetic stable that they call the Bullet Club Old. Who wants to join a stable that has old in the title? That just sounds boring. Wouldn't you rather be with a stable of sexy 
beasts, such as the NWO. And when I say sexy beasts, you know we had Heather Powell, my girl, the women's champion. But also, we have added two new members, two new sexy beasts to the stable. So I want to welcome Alan motherfucking Cha-Cha coming in and Jordy Van Vuklis, who are now, who are now... <laughs> this is going to piss Scott Crawford off and I fucking love it. But who are now also champions because as is tradition, when you join the NWO, you get given shit. Unlike the Bullet Club that, I don't know, gives you herpes and that's basically it. When you join the NWO, you get given shit. So I want to congratulate Alan Chacha on becoming the United States champion because he's American, get it? And then I want to congratulate Jordy Van Vuklis for becoming the Australian champion, because he's Australian, get it? So, not only is the NWO dominant with the world champion, we also have Heather Powell, who's the women's champion, we have Alan Chacha, who's the US champion, and then we got Jordy Van Vuklis, who's the Australian champion. Oh my god, there is four champions in the NWO. And what has Bullet Club Old got to say about that? Probably nothing, because they ain't got shit to stand on. That's right. Uh, uh, you're, you're all listening to this, Bullet Club Old people, and you're probably all pissed off. Because if you joined the NWO, if you joined me, maybe you would be given a title. But oh no, you want to go behind my back and, and go off with some old people. That's fine. That's fine. If that's what you want to do, have at it. Have fun over there being championshipless. And we will stand here with all the gold, and you ain't gonna do anything to take it off us. Nothing. Nada. Zitch. So, sucked in. <laughs> Alright, let's get into it, man. WWE Money in the Bank. We have a stacked card. And I've decided that this rivalry between the NWO and the Bullet Club Old is is getting really good. It's almost as good as the Bloodline, right? But I feel that there needs to be a payoff. So you know what? Um, unlike Forbidden Door, where I didn't put my championship up for grabs, for good reason, because I didn't care, and because I don't have to, because... MJF doesn't put his title up every time. Roman Reigns doesn't put his title up every time. So why should I? You know, why should I have to go out every pay-per-view and defend my title? Nah. But, money in the bank, here I am as a as a uh, wrestling champion, as a working champion, I'm going to put my belt up for grabs on this pay-per-view. But I, wanna, I, I do actually want to give a, a big applause to Scott Crawford, even though he is a dick and, and has a shitty stable, I do want to give applause to him for doing the scorecard for AEW New Japan Forbidden Door. And with that scorecard, I, I said this, I agreed to it, that the winner of that scorecard gets two extra points. And I quite honestly thought it would be me because I never fucking lose. But you know what? I, I should have put two and two together and thought, huh, my biggest rival is scoring this scorecard. Of course, he's going to uh, cheat and lie and uh, do the whole Eddie Guerrero thing and uh, not make me the winner. I get it. I, I bet you I was. I know for a fact that I got most of those matches right. 
But you know what, Scott, if that's the game you want to play, then have at it, man. But congratulations to Robert Hungy, who won. So now Robert gets two extra points, four money in the bank. So already Robert is in front. So Robert, even though it doesn't mean shit because you're going to get flogged by many more points, you are up on us right now with two extra points. But have I got a surprise for everyone out there right now? Because I thought about doing something interesting with the money in the bank. Now, how the money in the bank works in WWE is you grab the briefcase and you have a contract to have a championship match at any time of your choosing. And I wanted to do something similar to that. So I thought that on this pay-per-view, the money in the bank, the men's money in the bank match, I'm going to have as my as our own little scorecard. And whoever wins the money in the bank match also gets an extra two points, but they don't have to use it on this pay-per-view. They can use it on any pay-per-view they want. And I will message the person who wins and I will tell them, do you want to use it now or not? And I'll tell them, this is how many points you have. This is how many you need to win. Is that fair? I think it is. And hey, I could be the one that wins the two points. It could be fucking Scott Crawford who wins the two points. I don't care who it is. I'm a fighting champion and I will uh, I will be fair because you know what? That's what the NWO is all about. Being fair. And I think I'm fair enough. So for the men's Money in the Bank match, if you win that match, you get an extra two fucking points. God, I'm a genius. I am such a good guy. They should call me like Father Teresa or something like that because I'm such a saint. I know, I know. Hold your applause till the end, please. I know I'm that good. But let's talk about it. Money in the Bank, we're going to go through the scorecard. I'm going to give you my predictions because I'm confident as fuck that I'm going to retain. But Money in the Bank this time is coming to us from the O2 Arena in London, England. Shasha, London, here we are. And um, this is the first major event to be held in London since Insurrection in May 2002. Holy shit, that's been a long time. So, we have a lot of matches to get through. I'm going to talk a little bit about them and give you my predictions and everything else. So... With that being said, let's get to the men's Money in the Bank match between LA Knight, uh, Logan Paul, who just got added last minute, Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian uh, Damian Priest, Damian Logan, sorry, Damian Priest. So we have a pretty stacked match. And the cool thing about this match is, what I like about it, is none of these people have been world champion before. Which leads me to hope, but at the same time a bit of worry. Because I hope that this cash-in, whoever wins this cash-in, I hope it's successful. But at the same time, I worry that whoever wins it isn't going to cash it in successfully. And that's going to piss me off because we haven't had a good um, cash-in for a long time. I couldn't even tell you. Well, actually, no, last year's was Austin Theory who won the the briefcase, but then cashed it in to go for the US Championship. 
Like, that was dumb. That was stupid. So this year, I'm hoping we get an actual good cash-in. This one, I I honestly feel like there's only really two winners in the match. Ricochet, I would absolutely love for him to win, but I don't see it happening. Shinsuke Nakamura, same kind of thing. Santos Escobar, no, don't see him as champion ever. Uh, Butch, unfortunately, as long as he has the name Butch and not Pete Dunne, I don't see him as champion. Damian Priest is another wild card because I can see him getting up. At the same time, I feel this is between LA Knight and Logan Paul. Unfortunately, Logan Paul is one of the people that I feel will win. Um, I think that's probably the best way to put the championship on him. And quite honestly, it would probably make the most sense with media and things like that if Logan Paul became world champion. But let's get into my predictions here. So... (laughs) We'll, we'll start with the bottom. Any other weapons used? I've got a kendo stick. Why not? Does anyone hang from the briefcase? I said yes. Uh, how many people interfere? I wrote none. No one interferes. Does anyone jump off a ladder? Yes. Next question. If yes, then who? I said Logan Paul. First person to touch the briefcase... I said Ricochet. I feel Ricochet is going to be the first one to do it. Who climbs the ladder first? Same, Ricochet. And who do I have winning the men's money in the bank? I really want to put Logan Paul, but I don't want him to win. So I'm going with my heart more than my brain. I'm putting LA Knight to win this. LA Knight, I hope, is going to win this and give me the extra two points. All right, next match, we've got... The World Heavyweight Championship between Seth Rollins <laughs> and Finn Balor. Um, I'm excited for this match, man. I know there's a few people out there that are like, oh, we've seen this match recently. But these two are both very talented athletes who can go in the ring. I think it's going to be a great match regardless. So I'm, I'm keen for it. I wonder if Finn Balor is going to come out as, as the demon. I should have written that in the fucking scorecard. Damn it. Oh, well, too late now. Um, I've got Seth Rollins winning this. I think it's too early for him to lose that championship. But at the same time, Finn could very well win. But I'm going to stick with Seth. I'm going to stick with Seth. Interference. Will there be interference? Yes. I feel that there will be. Does the winner get cashed in on? Ooh, does the Money in the Bank briefcase winner cash in on this match? I wrote no. I, I honestly feel it's too soon for Seth Rollins to lose. So no, no, no. Next match, we've got a match that I, I honestly think Most people do not give a fuck about this match and wonder why it's on a pay-per-view. But we've got Cody fucking Rhodes, my favorite wrestler of all time, la-di-da, versus Dominic Mysterio. I, um, for some weird reason, I actually am excited for this match. Because in my mind, in my mind, I've got Cody losing. That's right. I've got Dominic Mysterio winning this match. And I'll tell you why in a second. But what bigger, what bigger victory would Dominic Mysterio need than defeating 
Cody Rhodes, who is the biggest babyface in WWE at the moment. Besides probably Jay and Jimmy Uso and Sami Zayn. But on Raw, well, I mean, Sami Zayn's there. Okay, he's one of the biggest babyfaces in the company at the moment, Cody Rhodes. And is probably going to be world champion next WrestleMania. So what bigger victory for Dominic Mysterio to beat Cody? And this isn't for anything. This isn't, this is just a match. <coughs> so I, I've got Dominic winning. Interference. Yes. Who interferes? This is risky of me. I've got Brock Lesnar. This is risky of me because if this is in the States, I could totally see it happening. But because it's in London, does Brock really take the trip over to London to run out and do one move? I mean, it's a payday. So yeah, I've got Brock Lesnar interfering. How many crossroads does Cody hit? And he has to hit. I wrote two. Two crossroads for Cody Rhodes to hit. Either way, man. I'm a little excited for this match. I don't know about you. Uh, I hope Cody fucking falls because I hate that guy so much. I don't care what your father said. All right, next match, we've got the Intercontinental <coughs> Championship between Gunther, which I accidentally wrote Walter, going back, heyday. Gunther versus Matt Riddle in a how quickly will this match end type of match because I, I don't see Riddle winning this. I don't see Riddle becoming IC champion. I don't see Gunther losing this championship until there's a real threat. And who's a real threat? I honestly don't know. Brock? But I don't see Brock taking the IC title off him. I, I don't know. I got Gunther winning. I think Gunther retains and keeps this title strong, which quite honestly is the best thing for the Intercontinental Championship. I really do. Um, that title has been disgraced for many, many years. It's basically like the Bullet Club Old has been holding on to that title for about a couple of decades because there's been really no glory to the IC title, much like the Bullet Club Old. There's no glory over there. It's just a bunch of old, washed-up people. Um, so I'm glad that Gunther is is holding that championship and, and really showcasing it a lot. I really like Gunther as IC champion, and I don't want him to be defeated anytime soon. Interference in this match. Yes. How many people interfere? I've got four. I've got four people interfering in this match. I'm not going to tell you who. Ah, oh, fuck it, I will. I've got the rest of Imperium. Uh, I can't remember the names, the other two douchebags. And then I've got Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, who are not featured on this show. So what are they doing? Not coming to London? Maybe. But, yeah, I've got four people interfering. I could be very wrong about that. Very wrong. That could hurt me. It really could. But I'll stick with it. Women's Tag Team Championship match. Ronda Rousey, Ronda Drowsy, more like it, and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez in a who-gives-a-fuck match. This Probably the only people that like this match or are interested in this match is probably the Bullet Club old people because this match is going to be boring, just like they are. I mean, Liv Morgan's in the match, so that's a plus. But besides that, it's, it's boring. It's boring and... Ronda Rousey's old now. She's old news, much like the Bullet Club old. Get off my TV. I don't care about you. Who do we have winning? 
Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Interference. No. I don't see anyone interfering in this match because they don't have enough women tag teams. That's the problem. All right. Who else we got? Uh, all right. Two more matches here. I guarantee, I fucking guarantee that on SmackDown this week, they're going to they're going to add another match. And I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be the, uh, the women's championship. But it's too late then. Can't add it. Women's Money in the Bank match. The Women's Money in the Bank match. Now, who do we have in this fucking match? We've got Zelina Vega versus Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark versus Bailey versus Io Sky and Trish Stratus. There is only there is only one person in this match that I can see winning. Zelina Vega, as much as I like her, as pretty as she is, I don't see her winning. Becky Lynch, um, Zoe Stark, and Trish Stratus. They've got this feud going on. I do not see any of them winning. Uh, I, I think it's going to be Bailey and Trish Stratus at SummerSlam. And then we got, oh, sorry, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, and Trish Stratus at SummerSlam. Then we got Bailey and EO Sky. And I, I really, it's a toss up between those, but I don't see Bailey winning this. I've got EO Sky coming out with the briefcase in this. Does anyone jump off the ladder? Yes. If yes, then who? I got EO Sky. She's the, uh, what's her name? The General of the Sky or something like that? I can't. The Genius of the Sky. Does anyone hang from the briefcase? No. I've got no. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. First to climb the ladder. Um, I wrote Trish. But I think it could be Becky or Trish. But I wrote Trish to first climb up the ladder. Any other weapon used? I wrote no. I don't think any other weapon's going to be used in this match. Uh, either way, I hope I hope that this is another one where they successfully cash in. Because I would hate to see another failed cash in happen so soon. So let's not do that. Let's not do that. Alright, last match here, we've got the Bloodline Tag Team Match. Bloodline Civil War, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, in a what's going to happen now storyline match. I've got Roman and Solo winning. Um, I, I, for firstly, Roman doesn't lose. Secondly, Roman's been um, kicked for the past few SmackDowns, so I think it's Roman's reigns. Time to shine. Who pins who? We've got... I've got Roman pinning Jay Uso. Yeah, i got Roman pinning Jay. I was, go- I was tossing up between Jimmy or Jay. I'll go Jay. I'll go Jay. Does the bloodline get back together? I wrote no. I wrote no for now. I think eventually maybe they will. Or maybe there's some type of swerve or something like that. But... At the moment, no. I don't know. Either way, man, I'm pretty pumped for this goddamn match. I think it's going to be great. There's definitely more story to be told in this Bloodline story. And I'm excited to see where they go. It's been so unpredictable for me. And I know Scott's like, oh, oh, it's been predictable as hell for me because I'm an AEW mark and I only watch AEW because I'm really old. Get me my cane. But Scott... 
I call bullshit. I don't think you actually picked every element of this story. But you know what? If you, if you have, then basically, maybe you're just like a wizard. Maybe you're Jericho, man. Maybe you should all bow down to Scotty Crawford because he's the best. <laughs> it's funny calling him the best since he doesn't have the world championship around his waist. Unlike me, baby. But anyway, the bloodline is gonna the bloodline match is gonna be fun. I put in some extra points in this scorecard because why the fuck not? We really need to find out who is the champion. And uh, baby, you're you're listening to him. But extra points. Number one, I got surprise appearance. Now this is someone that has to be has to have been on TV. Sorry, let me rephrase that has to have not been on TV for a long time. So I've got two people here. I've got Brock Lesnar, as I said before, with the Cody and Dominic match. And I've also got Drew McIntyre showing up. I don't know where, but since we're in London, I've got Drew showing his face. Uh, watch What match opens the show and pre-show doesn't count? I've got the men's money in the bank match. I think that might be a little swerve for the world championship match later. What is the main event? I got the Bloodline match, Roman Reigns and uh, the Usos. And how many announce tables break? I've only got one. I think probably the Spanish announce table, but I've only got one. So there we have it. That is my scorecard for WWE Money in the Bank. I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty pumped and I'm pretty confident that I'm going to retain my championship, and I'm pretty confident that the rest of my group, the NWO, are going to hold on to their championships um, because they can't lose them anyway. Because I said so. Because I am the fucking general manager. I am the leader of the NWO. I am the world heavyweight dummies of wrestling NWO champion. And there ain't a damn thing that anyone can do about it. And before I uh, give more shit to the bloodline, uh, sorry, not the bloodline, the Bloodline are cool. The Bullet Club old. Before I give more shit to them, I just want to say to those people listening right now, you know, you got your Doninellis, you got your your Paul Lindsay's, uh, Jerry Herry, all those other people who uh, haven't really made a side yet. Um, hey, you heard it earlier that if you join the NWO, you become a champion. But if you join the Bullet Club old, you get nothing. Nothing. You might, you might get a case of diarrhea and, um, I don't know, what do are, what are old people get? Dementia. That's right. You might get dementia. And that's, uh, that's exactly what Rob, Robert Hungy has because he just keeps living in the time where he was champion. Back in my day, in 1966, when I was champion for 10 months and nobody could touch me. And then he starts falling asleep. Fucking Robert. Wake up. You ain't going to be champion again, Robert Hungry. I don't care if you've got two extra points. You ain't touching my belt, baby. All right, that's enough. We've had a we've had a fun time here on the Dummies of Wrestling podcast. And uh, once again, get you, get me, sorry, those predictions before the event starts. As soon as the pre-show starts, I'm not calling, I'm not, I'm not accepting your predictions. So 5 a.m., here in Australia. Actually, you know what? Why don't I just do, do you guys a fucking solid uh, and see what time it is in US time. Give, give me a second. 
because I'm such a good guy. Uh, okay, Money in the Bank is 7 p.m. BST or 2 p.m. ET. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. Um, yeah, but yeah, whatever. You guys figure it out. I'm not fucking living in America. I'm uh, here in Australia, and I, I don't know when the time is for me. So you guys figure it out. I'm not doing your fucking work for you. Jesus. I've already got a whole organization to run. That is the NWO. Anyway, that's enough for me. We'll be back with our uh, review of Money in the Bank soon enough. And um, yeah, I'm going to go watch AEW Dynamite and uh, try and get the uh, thought of Scott Crawford out of my brain because it disgusts me. Yuck! This is me out. Dip! Put it in the bank cause you know that I'm gon' get you